We are back with another episode of the Pray for Campus podcast, hosted by me, Patrick Keene, on the campus, beautiful campus of Moorhead State University. We've sought shelter under the alumni dorm porch, lovingly called, affectionately called porch. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm actually going to be sending this video out to all of our team of prayer and financial partners who send us to campus and hold on to the ropes of our ministry. In this episode, I'm going to share the biggest gift my partners give to my family and I, but then also share boldly the financial situation that we're in, the financial needs of our ministry, and how you guys play an integral role in what happens here on campus and all over the world. We'll start here with the biggest gift you all give to me, and that's proximity. Just last week, I was sitting in the student center and I was actually speaking to some students about how to develop financial partners to send them on a missions opportunity we're talking about. It's actually full send where they can go to winter conference, spring break, and a summer mission. Well, currently we have 15 students doing that, so that's a huge prayer answered. And as I was finishing up that meeting, I received a text message from a girl named Zoe, who's a student in our ministry, and she actually said this, do you think you can come to the diversity center when you have a chance? kind of seemed weird so I was like yeah is anything wrong she said everything is fine lol my friend is a new Christian just had some questions and I think you would be better at answering some of the questions than myself first of all that is a great text message to receive the very fact that she thought of me to come into that conversation is like exactly what I try to do here with these college students I walked I was just 50 feet away from the diversity center I see a girl that I don't know later find out her name is T and she's putting tabs in a brand new Bible kind of stand there awkwardly wondering you know, how to approach this conversation. And then Zoe speaks up and she said, hey, T has questions about Jesus. She said, yeah, I just got this Bible. I have no clue how to read the Bible. I don't know who Jesus is. Will you tell me? And that is not a conversation I typically have. Usually the conversations take a little bit more nuance, you know, hey, how's your life going? You know, you're getting to know the person and then you're kind of easing into a spiritual conversation. She just like jumped right into it for me. So I was able to just share the gospel with her, I shared that God wanted a relationship with her, that he wanted a relationship with her more than she wanted a relationship with him. But the problem is she's sinful and separated from God, so she can't know him personally or experience his love and his plan. But God loves her enough that he sent Jesus to earth to live a perfect life, to die in her place, so that she can have a relationship with him. But ultimately, she has to make a decision to trust him, and then she can experience that eternal life. I broke down Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It's a gift from God, not by works, so that no one can boast. That was a great conversation. She was tracking with me. She understood it, but she actually even had more questions. We were going to the Old Testament. I had to give her a little synopsis of the Old Testament in order to understand who Jesus was, and, and I asked her finally, I was like, do you want to start a relationship with Jesus? And she thought about it for a second, and then she said yes. And this is where I had to put a little bit of, uh, how do I want to put this, a little bit of like maturity in this conversation. I was like, follow-up question, do you actually believe Jesus lived, he died, and he rose from the dead? And then she hesitated a little bit. She's like, I'm not sure I'm there yet. Mind you, this is the first time that she's actually heard about Jesus. So I pumped the brakes, I pulled back out, and I was like, why don't you just get in the Word a little bit, reflect on what you know about Jesus, go check out these other materials, and then we'll follow up and have another conversation. So T didn't trust Jesus that day, but we're setting up a new meeting, and I'm really excited about going through some other questions she has about Jesus. She just seems so incredibly open, so incredibly genuine, that this makes ministry really fun. Now, how is this conversation an example of the gift that you give to me? This text message I received was at one o'clock on Wednesday. What do you do 
at one o'clock on a Wednesday? Are you at work? You, know, you just finished up lunch, you're, you're still at the office? Are you at home taking care of your kids, cleaning up their lunch? Well, because of our team of prayer and financial partners, I was 50 feet away from the diversity center whenever she texted me and said, hey, will you come and help us answer these questions? Who I believe to be the most strategic demographic to focus time and attention on to finish the Great Commission, being college students, they texted me and said, are you free right now? And I was able to say yes because of your prayer and financial support. And because of that, we've seen God do incredible things on campus. T didn't trust Jesus, but we've seen four people trust Jesus this semester, which is an incredible thing. We have 20 guys who are currently in discipleship relationships who are being taught how to intimately walk with Jesus in a way that they can train other people to do the same. Eight of those 20 men are actually students teaching other students how to walk with Jesus. We have 25 students at Moorhead State who are going to our annual winter conference in Indianapolis, which is a great group. Last year we only had eight, so this is gonna be a great fun time. Also at the beginning of the year, we had 25 community members come to our first weekly meeting to learn how to pray for the students and kind of the opportunity to rub shoulders with these students. And finally, we're gonna be sending eight Moorhead State students, four couples to a family life weekend to remember to see what God has for them in their future marriage. They're four couples that are engaged. So me being the only crew staff person on Moorhead's campus, I feel like I have brought my fishes and loaves to Jesus and I've watched him multiply them. And that's kind of where you guys come in too because actually he's multiplying your resources through our ministry in an incredible way. But the good news is we actually have more opportunity to see those resources multiplied. Over the last couple years, it's became evident to me that I want to be on staff with crew. A couple years ago, not so much. I was trying to figure out what he might be calling, to me, calling me to. But when I think about now, I'm like convinced that I want to be on staff another 5, 10, 15 years. But here's the hard truth. We don't currently have the monthly financial support to thrive another 5, 10, 15 years on crew staff, especially as we want to increase our salary, increase the resources we have for our family. As you can probably tell over the last six months, we've tried to put a concerted effort into packaging our ministry in a way that gets more people connected with it, whether it be this podcast, social media posts, or our email newsletter. However you take in content, we want to package this Pray for Campus newsletter to you. And I think this is gonna be compelling to other people. So in 2024, we're trusting God for 50 new prayer and financial partners to send us to campus and hold on to the ropes of our ministry. Before we look on to 2024, we have to take an assessment of 2023. And in that sense, we're trusting God for $8,000 of additional support and an end of the year ask, just like I'm sharing this with you right now, to close the gap on our deficit but then also prepare us for two big conferences coming up. That's winter conference and a spring break trip with these students. There's actually three ways you could partner with us that would be incredibly significant. The first way is a special gift, a one-time gift of $500, $200, or some other amount that would put us toward that $8,000 goal. Another way you can partner with us is if you do not currently partner with us monthly, I would love the opportunity just to sit down over a Zoom call and cast vision for the needs of our ministry and, and the part that you could play in finishing the Great Commission by investing in these students. This is the last way if you currently partner with us financially, I would love to lovingly ask you to increase the support that you give. Now, mind you, I don't know your situation as I sit here across the screen from you, but if you're in a financial place coming into 2024, I would love to have a conversation with you about increasing the support. In those last two ways, that would really put a dent in reaching that 50 new partner goal in 2024. 
But whatever God calls you to do, whether that's simply to pray or give financially or both, we are so thankful for you because that investment is reaching people like T as they're wrestling through spiritual things. Your investment is reaching people like Zoe who we're building up to be sent out as missionaries on the college campus, talking to their roommates, talking to the people that they rub shoulders with. Your investment is is seeing a group of 80 or 90 students on Moorhead's campus go to the world with the gospel. So I'll close with a prayer. God, thank you so much for the opportunity to humbly share our financial needs with our prayer and financial support team. I pray that you bless their situation relationally, spiritually, financially, that into 2024 you put them in a great spot and they're able to be generous with whatever ministry or, or person comes to, to greet them in this month. I pray for their Christmas, they have a great time with their family, and that you bring them closer to you. Lord, I love you, in your name we pray. Amen.